Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Beyond the Wire with Scott and Danielle. We're so glad that you're here with us. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the invisible prison of fear. So get ready. Uh, we know it's going to bless you today. Glory. Glory. So Glory. there's this really cool account in uh, 2 Kings chapter 7 that I wanted to share with you. So what's happening is uh, the Assyrian army is besieging Samaria. So basically what they're doing is they're surrounding them. They won't let anybody come in. They won't let anybody go out. So basically they're starving them um, so that they can break through the wall. Uh, so it gets to the point where it is, it's just so bad. Um, where there is, uh, there's four lepers that are living kind of close to the gate and they're just kind of having this conversation with each other and they're like, you know what, if we stay here, we're going to die. Uh, so why don't we just go out, surrender ourselves to the Assyrian army. If they have mercy on us, we'll live, you know, uh, if they kill us, we die, but we were going to die anyway. So I'm just going to read it to you starting in verse five. So they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. But when they came to the edge of the camp of the Syrians, behold, there was no one there. For the Lord had made the army of the Syrians hear the sound of chariots and horses, the sound of a great army, so that they said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Egypt to come against us. So they fled away in the twilight and abandoned their tents, their horses, their donkeys, leaving the camp as it was and fled for their lives. So they were so afraid that they left before the battle even happened. And so what we can learn from this is that this is a strategy that's used in a war, right? Fear is a strategy. And the cool thing is, is that when we learn who we are in Christ, when we learn how powerful we are in Him, what we can actually do, we find out that we send fear into the enemy camp, right? The devil is constantly using fear as a weapon against us, but the thing is, is that he's actually afraid of us. It's just a matter of us waking up and coming into reality, right? You know, if fear is gripping your life, uh, change requires the overcoming of fear of the unknown. So um, if you're in that process right now with God and walking it out, you know, there is, uh, you know, the change that's going to happen is going to come through overcoming fear and, and it's going to come through God, you know. Uh, the, through an opposite spirit, you know, faith and fear are, are in, on opposites, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, I think of uh, fear, you know, fear is spiritual uh, and spirit, uh, it's a spirit, you know, and it comes upon you into your life. And I think of uh, Satan just constantly dropping seeds of fear. They're like weeds yeah. that are looking for a place to be right. able to get, get planted and begin to grow mm -hmm. uh, in your life. And the more that we nurse them and the more that we think on them and the more that we entertain them, the more that they get rooted and the more that they grow. It's like the more that you think on them, it's like watering them, uh, giving them life. And, uh, you know, it reminds me, you know, I talk about in my book about how uh, just a small incident, uh, a seed of fear came in when uh, I recognized when I was about five years old when a cat died. I, you know, the the understanding of death hit me, and it was like a seed that Satan threw in there, and I just began to just uh, think on it and just worry about it. And then it caused me to have night terrors, and I'd get up in the middle of the night running around the house at like seven, eight years old, screaming at the top of my lungs because. I was afraid of death and, and over the years that, that that fear just got stronger and stronger and stronger and more powerful in my life 
And the thing that was crazy about it, in reality, I was constantly running from what I feared. I was running from death, responsibility, the law. You know, in Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15, it talks about that, being held in bondage of the fear of death. Uh, so it's, it's, it's something that's so real and so strong, and that's just something in my life. But through a relationship through Christ, uh, that, that spirit of fear, like the power of God had uh, delivered me from that, that, that spirit of fear. And when I made that profession of faith in the county jail, that spirit of fear came off of me, it lifted off of me, and I knew that where I was going. So there's a peace that comes from God uh, when you enter into a relationship with Him, and that spirit that haunted me for decades came off of me. And it's like now today that that spirit of, of the fear of death uh, is no longer with me. You know, I live free and I, I know where I'm going when I die. Right. And, 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 and Satan's always looking to drop seeds uh, of fear into our hearts and into our lives to be able to take us prisoner, that, that, that it becomes an invisible prison in our life. And I had this invisible prison of fear that gripped me so tightly and so strongly that it literally would get me up at night and have me have night terrors. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a real thing. Can we talk about some of the things that you were afraid of when you were in prison after you'd come to know the Lord? Like, what were some of the things that the enemy was attacking you with? Some of the other, uh, you know, this is a spiritual battle, and, and like I said already, that fear is a spirit, and the the fear of acceptance by people, you know, yeah. the life that I lived for so long, I just, I created that invisible prison of my own sinful life of, you know, just worrying about what other people think about me, and then nursing it, you know, Satan's throwing those seeds of a fear of acceptance that I was going to be wasn't going to be accepted by people, and over the years I nursed those things. So I I had this great fear of people not going to accept who who I am and where I'm from and where right. I came from. I, I remember when um, we met that you really struggled with not wanting people to know about your past, even though you were past it. You still didn't want people to know, even like. When we first met, you were kind of like, you wanted me to get to know you before you right. kind of dropped that little bomb on me, like, well, I do have an extensive criminal record. Um, but the really cool thing about that was is that I would have never in a million years even guessed that you had a record, you know, because he, the thing is, like, God can change us so dramatically that no one would even like, look at you and go, oh, yeah, obviously this guy's been in you know, been in prison a few times, right? So what were some of the other things that, you know, you had been gripped by? You know, it's the fear of, you know, not being able to get a job because of the felonies, you know, in the fear of even finding a woman that would want me. You're welcome. So, you know, because uh, for good reason, you know, I, I lived like a crazy man for a lot of years. So finding a good woman to be able to get into relationship and into marry was kind of like an unthinkable thing too. Mm -hmm. For one, I never really, I had never spent enough time out of jail and prison to even really to do that on top of, you know, who would, would, would have wanted me anyhow because of the way that I lived in my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But just the fear of being, having a love relationship with, with a woman and, um, an authentic one and, and to be accepted by people, accepted, not, I'm accepted by people in general, but accepted by my family. Uh, you know, thinking about, you know, just, uh, the fear of, 
uh, being able to get a good job, like I said, because of my felony record and, and, and worrying about those things. I think like being accepted by people is something that everybody struggles with. I think it makes it harder when you have a crazy past, but I don't know anybody who doesn't at some point really have that kind of fear like, man, if they really knew me, if people really knew how I was, they, I don't think they would like me. I don't think they would love me. And I think that is such a normal thing. And I really, one thing that I love that God's done in me is that um, he's really given me the security to be authentic, to really be real and to accept if, um, you know, I, I don't have to walk in fear of man, right? Like if, if you walk in the fear of the Lord, that reverential fear of God, you don't have to be afraid of people because God's going to get you where he wants you to go. But also, if, if people like you, they like you. If they don't like you, they don't like you. It's okay. Not everybody's going to want to, you know, click with you anyway. But it's really wonderful that God can get you to that point where you can just be yourself, right? Well, when you get when you get in a relationship with God too, um, those those fears uh, begin to fall off as you pursue God. You know, there's a cultivating. You know, I talk about it as seeds. There's spiritual seeds that drop in you, and they be. But having a relationship with God, they begin to cultivate uh, those weeds out of your life. Those the, those fears out of your life, uh, like. Uh, not being accepted by God, of course God accepts you. We're right. in His creation, that we're that, that takes time too. That, that takes time that we were created in, in the image of likeness of God. Like God right. loves us without conditions. People throw conditions on the way that they love, but God just loves us. Yeah. No matter how high or how low that we've been in our life, God just loves us. And and as 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 God cultivates that in our lives in our heart, then we begin to see okay. Even if a person doesn't accept me, that's okay because God does. Yes. And you yes. know, but you know, God is in the business of restoring relationships and bringing that, and, and He can do it, and He's done it in my life as well with family members. You know, and you know, some family members relationships won't be healed, but right. some will, and that's okay. And you know, it's okay. You know, and then also just uh, just the fear of you know. Uh, not having jobs and, and things like that. Like God can make the way where there is no way. Like God is the God of miracles. Like he's the God that parts the Red Sea. I never in a million years thought that I would enter into uh, working at a church and working in full-time yeah. ministry and, and being a minister into the same jails and prisons that I lived in for decades. I never thought that that was possible. I mean, so mm -hmm. like God makes a way where there is no way and, and he breaks right through those fears. Like I'm living in my purpose today mm -hmm. uh, because I decided to follow God. God, in those fears of not being able to get a job or a career, like God made me to do something specific with my yes. life, yes. and He has set me up to win mm -hmm. to be able to fulfill that mission. And it's the same for you. Right. Like, don't get worried about, oh, I've been through X, Y, and Z. Like, how am I going to have a career? Like, God made you for something so specific, and He is going to make it yes. possible for you yes. to be able to get there. We just have to be willing to get into a relationship with Him and be able to follow Him right into mm -hmm. what you were born to do. That, that's I want to I want to piggyback off that too because here's the, the cool thing that I learned about God too is I always say that God is not a jerk. He is not a jerk. Okay, so what I mean by that is, you know, I I wasn't following God for a long, long time, even though I had a call in my life, right? And I just kind of kept messing around and doing my own thing. But when I finally got my head in the game. God did not say, well, 
you missed it. Like, he didn't do that. He didn't say, well, you know, it's going to take a long time. No. He said, hi, have you repented? Good. Okay. Are you ready to get busy? Let's get busy. Right? right. And he immediately put me into the thing that I was born to do. Right. Um, now he didn't, he's going to build it over time because he's got to grow us. Right. Uh, but he didn't hold a grudge against me. Um, it's so important that we know who we are in him, that we're, we are children of God. We're not children of wrath. Right. We walk in love, we walk in grace, we walk in forgiveness, right? Uh, we repent quickly, we receive that forgiveness quickly, we don't let it trip us up. I don't have to be afraid that God's mad at me, okay? God's not mad at you, right? God loves you. He, he loves you the same as he did the worst day of your life as he does the best day of your life. Think about this. God made you on purpose for a purpose by by Him, and uh, the, these seeds of fear—it's the, the, spiritual, you know. These spiritual seeds of fear that Satan's constantly dropping on you—he's he, looking for a place to get them in and, and to be able to nurse them and be able to grow them to help you grow them in your life. And and, and those are all tactics and strategies by Satan to slow you down. Yes. To from your purpose and yes. to get you unhealthy. And God made you to be healthy, and He made you to be free, and as we pursue and follow God, these seeds that might have got in there, God will cultivate them out and, and, yep. he, and you'll get them weeds out of your life where you can have a healthy heart, have a healthy life and, and be free right. to really uh, fulfill God's mission and his purpose for your life. Uh, and, and, and God has made us in that way to be able to do that. So don't be discouraged today. Like if you have fears that are in your life, like you can pursue a relationship with God and he'll begin to cultivate and get those seeds out of there, yep. those, those weeds out of your life to be able to fulfill the mission. I want to speak to people that deal with anxiety. You know what? You're going to hear the voice of fear. I hear the voice of fear every day. Okay. You'll, you, it's, it's not a sin to hear that. You're going to hear it. It's a sin to obey it. Okay, so I can hear that voice of fear saying, you can't do that, you can't do this, this isn't going to work out, you're not qualified, yada, yada, yada. Okay, I hear the voice of God saying, do that, right? I choose which one I'm going to obey. So we, what we say is, we do it afraid. Yeah. You do all kinds of things afraid. It's faith. It takes faith to step into things that you're not sure about, that you, have, that you feel fear. You can feel fear, okay? You just can't obey fear. You know, um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, but I just want to give you a quick challenge. Make a list of those those fears that are haunting you, that are terrorizing you. They're not from God; they're from the devil. Uh, make a list of those things and begin to search out scriptures and partner yes. with God and the power of God to be able to begin to cultivate those fears out of your life and be willing to step out on the water by faith. Right. The opposite spirit, a spirit of faith, coming against uh, those spirits of fear, those seeds that are coming in your life and allow God to do that perfect work in your life and to know that God has good plans for your life, that you were born to win, yes. uh, that he has set up opportunity after opportunity for you to be able to fulfill the mission that in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says that I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope that God has an expected end for you yes, and, 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 and it's heaven bound and it's to live with him uh, here now with abundant life without fear, but a life of faith in a life of victory. Yes. And you can begin that today. We want to thank you 
uh, for tuning in to Beyond the Wire uh, with my wife and I. And we look forward to next week, next Friday, we are going to be discussing the invisible prison of addiction. Man, that thing gripped my life for so many years. And we're so excited to be able to share with you uh, what God has put on our hearts to be able to give to you. But until then, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next time. We hope today blessed your life.